Enough with embrace debate. Pointless yelling at each other on ESPN and Fox. Yet very little actual content. It's time for a change. A voice from the fan. For the fan. The most compelling topics in sports. All covered here. This is Corbett's Corner. Welcome in Corbett's Corner. A lot to discuss. Um, Jam-packed episode. I mean, we're going to talk Jake Paul, Ben Askren, the knockout, um, the Super League. I'm going to explain it to you. European soccer. Many people uh, asking what's going on here. What does this mean? And there's there's a it's a fascinating story. So I'm going to try to explain it as best I can to you. Uh, give you some examples of like how we could see this happen in different sports potentially. Right. As an example. Uh, I deserve to eat crow, Anthony Edwards. I still think he's a bust in terms of a number one overall pick, but his last 10 games, he has been playing well. Now, what does him playing well mean? He's shooting above 30% from three, finally. Um, he's still very inefficient, but he is playing better. So, he, I, again, he's a raw, talented prospect. I don't think deserve the number one pick. That's been my shtick. Uh, I think LaMelo has been the best player in that draft. And uh, we'll just get an update on Anthony Edwards. I do eat crow when he has been playing well, but still hasn't led to many wins. Again, it's more the T-Wolves uh, that I'm slandering than Anthony Edwards, but uh, he has been playing better. The Wild, yes, I'm wearing their shirt. That's a fun team. Um, good team. There's just a lot of good teams in the NHL. I think they're a year away, so we'll briefly touch on the Wild. Can they make some noise in the NHL playoffs? And I think they can, but what do you determine? Noise, knock off a first-round upset and then get bounced? Uh, we'll see. There's some top teams, I still think, ahead of the Wild, but they've been a nice story. Uh, NBA, there's just a month left, so we'll get a little recap there. The Sixers are still in first place. I've been saying that forever. I think they're going to win the Eastern Conference, but there's still the Nets and the Bucks behind them. I told you Embiid, I think, is the MVP. Now you're starting to see Nikola Jokic. I don't buy it. Uh, in fact, I just kind of hedged my Embiid because I think the guy that can threaten Embiid and the whole narrative behind this is Embiid's missed games due to injury. Um, but I think it's Giannis that could be the potential to steal the MVP from Embiid. Uh, more on that in just a little bit. Uh, and then lastly, what is going on with the Seahawks? Did you see this? They signed Alden Smith, uh, you know, the troubled former uh, defensive end. Uh, he's had a lot of different stints with the law, a lot of different stints with teams. Seahawks bring him in uh, two days ago, and there's a warrant out for his arrest. Uh, this guy just can't stay out of trouble. And the Seahawks, there's a disturbing pattern here when you're consistently going for Josh Gordon. You assign Alden Smith, you won Antonio Brown, and you also had that offensive lineman that nearly killed his girlfriend. W what's going on in that locker room? And you just so you just bring in anyone, character issues, nothing. You're just uh, all about winning, and you just posterize, you know, good old Russell Wilson, Mr. Do-Good Everything on the front of your franchise. Uh, I guess that's all I had there. I just saw that before I hit record, but Alden Smith, uh, currently a warrant out of his arrest. And here I want to get the exact details here uh, because he choked someone inside of a coffee shop to unconsciousness. Uh, yeah, that was the guy the Seahawks signed two days ago. And uh, apparently this past Saturday, he choked someone out to unconsciousness in a coffee shop. Um, okay, so I don't know what's going on with the Seahawks there, but something to ponder. Let's get to the Jake Paul Ben Askren fight. I didn't mean to, you know, go fighting the fighting there. No pun intended, certainly, because this is celebrity boxing. I tried telling you, uh, Jake Paul's a legit boxer. 
What does that mean? That means the sport of boxing is in the shithole. Uh, it means we have to watch 40 minutes, 30 minutes, and pay 50 bucks of uh, music performances nobody wanted uh, because we just care about a one-second fight. I saw it as soon as the weigh-in happened. Ben Askren looked like that dude had been posting up on the couch uh, as a training camp since he took the fight. Completely out of shape. He went on Logan Paul's podcast, Impulsive, and was basically like, yeah, I mean, shit, if he's good at fighting, it's like he did zero research in this fight, zero prep. So, of course, he was going to get knocked the fuck out. There was a reason a YouTuber was favorited in this fight. People are going, this line makes no sense. How is a UFC fighter going to lose to a YouTuber? It's because this is a washed-up UFC fighter uh, who is prone to losing fights in the first second when Jorge Masvidal's flying knee knocked him unconscious, and he was fat. I mean, what was going on there? Jake Paul murdered him. I would have murdered him. Uh, celebrity boxing, is it back? Did you guys pay the money? I did not. I was actually watching the UFC, which was free. Well, free. You were paying cable, ESPN. Uh, so I was watching ESPN, right, uh, for the actual UFC fight night. Whitaker uh, absolutely demolished his opponent, 5 nothing. Uh, Kevin Gastelum. But uh, I was checking in, you know, on Twitter, right, because I wasn't going to pay the 50 bucks and watch music all fucking night. Um, so of course, but I saw the highlights. I'm so glad I didn't waste money on that. I got to see the knockout on Twitter right after it happened. Um, Jake Paul, easiest money in my life. My goodness. Uh, so that was, that was easy. And who's next? I mean, it's cool. It's cool to follow. I don't follow normal boxing anymore. You know, that was the heyday of the forties, the fifties, the sixties, the seventies. Um, no one gives a shit about boxing anymore, but young people give a shit about celebrity boxing. So, hey, uh, Jake Paul got his bag. He's a legit fighter, a legit boxer. He's 3-0 and now. I think he made 65 mil off that fight alone. I uh, saw like 1.8 uh, million pay-per-view buys. But, yeah, Ben Askren, my God, dude, bad look for you. People saying he, he took a dive? No, that dude got embarrassed. I mean, he... Shit, he, I, I don't even know if he was trying, but uh, no one likes getting the shit. That was a legit punch. I mean, my God, he went jab, hook. I mean, that's a boxing move. Uh, and so I, I think people better get legit on to Jake Paul. This guy can fight. He's He wants it. He wants to be a boxer. I mean, so I'm excited to see and keep following him and see what happens next. Um, okay, the European Super League. This was thrown onto, it was like a news dump this weekend. So a lot of people are not understanding this because nobody follows European soccer. And I've just kind of gotten into it myself two years ago. So I'm a little late to the party, but um, it would be to put this into kind of layman's terms. Let's get, so let's say the Yankees, the Red Sox. So the MLB and the European leagues. Now what that means, the premier league in England, there's league Un in France, Serie A in Italy, La Liga in Spain and Bundesliga in Germany. Those are the premier soccer leagues. MLS, you know, we're late to the boat here in the United States. We get our own soccer league. We're not in the same tier as those leagues. That's where if you're good at soccer, you go play, usually in the Premier League, but uh, you've got PSG. You've got other teams like Bayern. Uh, these two specifically haven't gone to the Super League, but uh, Man U, Man City, Liverpool, the biggest brands in sports uh, in terms of soccer, which is the biggest sport, by the way, they're over like 5 billion fans, I think, because they're a worldwide sport. We're a little way to the party here. So it would be like the biggest brands in baseball, the Red Sox, the Dodgers, the Yankees. Those are the guys that make the money for baseball, but they have revenue sharing. So that means even though everyone's really watching the Yankees and making all the money, the Tampa Bay Rays are still getting some of that. So that happens in the Premier League. 
Man, see, everyone's watching Peacock, right? The streaming service for NBC to watch Premier League mornings. If they're now that uh, soccer is a little bit more prevalent, no one cared about European soccer 20 years ago, but now you see a lot of Chelsea fans, Man United fans, et cetera. Um, so it would be as if the Red Sox, uh, the, the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Cubs just said, fuck us paying. Why does Tampa Bay deserve any money? everyone's watching us. Why don't they just watch us play each other? Uh, those are the games everyone wants us to see. Yankees, Red Sox. Everyone likes Yankees, Dodgers. Imagine if we had Yankees, Dodgers more times than not instead of Yankees, Rays. So it's the biggest brands in soccer saying, let's go do our own thing. Uh, it would be if Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, uh, LSU, the biggest brands in college football just said, screw the NCAA. You know, why are we giving Vanderbilt some of our money? It, the people don't care about Vander, SEC because of Vanderbilt. They care about the SEC because of Alabama football. So what if Alabama just said, screw the SEC? Our fans are going to follow us anyway. That is what these specific brands are doing in uh, soccer. And I want to get these teams correct here for it's 12 teams and it's 12 of the biggest brands. Arsenal and Tottenham are kind of making the go arounds of the memes on the internet because uh, you know, they're not even qualifying for the champions league. Uh, so basically what it is soccer is the major leagues, the best teams in these separate leagues make the champions league. And that's like the whole lore behind the champions league is, Oh, you could see PSG versus Bayern. You could see man city versus Juventus. Um, so the super leagues are saying, well, if people are craving this and you only get to see it every once in a decade, it's because you guys created this champions league. What are we going to do? We're going to actually make a champions league and just slap some sticker on top of it and make it uh, juicy for Americans to say, because that's what it is. These specific brands uh, that are moving have American ownership. And what American ownership is known for is we don't have relegation. If you are bad in the premier league, you get kicked out. You get booted down to the lower league in English football. Uh, you don't have that. If the Tampa Bay Rays and the Pittsburgh Pirates suck, you get rewarded with the number one draft pick. These American owners, Stan Kroenke, the crook that stole the Rams from St. Louis, he has the uh, a bunch of teams in Denver that he owns, and he, I think he owns Arsenal. But AC Milan out of Syria, Arsenal, Atletico Madrid, Chelsea, that Chelsea leaving is huge. Uh, Barcelona, uh, Inter is leaving, Juventus, Liverpool, Man City, Man U, Real Madrid, and Tottenham Hotspur. Um, again, it's crazy. So now all these leagues are basically saying, if you were the SEC and Alabama said, hey, we're leaving to form our own Super League, what are you doing? Now combine that with Chelsea says we're leaving, and it's in the middle of the season in which they're competing at the top of the table for a potential spot in the Champions League. But wait a second, the Champions League is about to say, bleep you, you can't participate in any of our stuff if you sign the Super League. It's billionaires facing off right now. It is billionaires staring at each other and saying, screw you, I want more money, and we're going to do it. We're going to take our fans. They're going to be unhappy for three months, and I'm willing to bet once that three months passes and all of a sudden I'm having this inter- uh, Real Madrid game week one of the Super League on a Wednesday. People are watching. That is the gamble that these billionaires are making saying, hey, yeah, all these fans in England, they're uh, pissed because it's not the traditional Premier League, etc. These worldwide fans are pissed. It's not La Liga. It's not Champions League. But all the American fans now who are saying, ah, screw soccer. Wait, what's this a Super League? 
I love the sound of that. A super league. The, the, you know, these owners were gambling. They don't care about their loyal audience. They're betting that these loyal audience will come with them no matter what they do. And they're also going to the United States market. They're saying, we want new guys. We need the United States. We need Asia. Uh, so it's a gamble. It, it could change the entire thing of sports because everyone's now watching. If the Super League is successful, um, does this happen to college football? Do we see something that upends college football? Because you got the brands that are bigger than the NCAA. Uh, I mean, it just could completely. Do we see this in the MLB? Uh, NFL is able to outlast this, but do we really need a Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Um, why do the Jaguars deserve to be getting money? People are not watching them. They're watching the Chiefs. They're watching the – it's a fascinating concept. I'm not saying I'm for either way, but uh, it was a confusing thing that hit our timelines here on a Monday, and if you weren't into soccer, you probably didn't know what was going on. Just think of it like the biggest brands in a sport saying, screw the – if the to put a bow on it. If the New York Yankees, New York Mets, Red Sox, Cubs, White Sox – biggest markets in major league baseball and make all the money said, Hey, we're, we, they're basically saying the TV money is meaningless to us. We don't need the TV money. Yeah. NBC's paying for the premier league. Who cares? We're billionaires. We'll start our own league, stream our own streaming service. Uh, it's backed by JP Morgan. Like JP Morgan is financing this league. There's some smart money going into this league and it could be the future of sports. Um, it's going to mess up the FIFA video game franchise. Uh, so it's crazy. Again, don't know what is going to happen, but the Super League is coming. It is signed. Uh, the domestic leagues, English Premier League, uh, et cetera, they're having emergency meetings, whether they're going to kick out Chelsea from their its league in the middle of the season as it's about to end in less than a month. Um, so it's crazy. The story that's going to keep on going throughout the course of this week, the Super League as soccer tries to get more dumb American fans to buy in. Hey, you guys like, you know, Chiefs, Bucks? We'll give you Chief bu Chiefs, Bucks every week here in the Super League. Um, interesting. So story definitely to follow. Mentioned Anthony Edwards has been playing better, but again, he's so inefficient. The Wolves still stink. Are they going to get a draft pick here? They've got a pick that could potentially go to the Warriors, depending on how the draft lottery shakes out. Lamelo might be coming back. I so I was looking at some rookie of the year um, odds, and as most of you know, that I took Lamelo minus six hundred like halfway through the season because I was like, dude, Anthony Edwards sucks. Lamelo is way better player. He's gonna win it. Boom, he gets injured. That that's a risk and probably a shitty risk. But again, Anthony Edwards right now live only minus one sixty. He's putting up 18 points per game, but again, the basketball experts, the people voting, they see right through that. They see his field goal percentage from the floor. Uh, they see his player efficiency rating, which is, you know, one of the worst in basketball. Um, so that's why he is only 160, and guess who's in second? LaMelo isn't on the board and pissed off. But LaMelo might come back. He, he's supposed to be reevaluated, re I think, in this week or the next. Hopefully he comes back before may end of the month and maybe gives a two-week stretch because anthony davis playing basketball is making a case for someone else to win rookie of the year is what i'm telling you uh tyrese halliburton who yeah the 12th round uh excuse me the 12th pick in this past year's draft he is the closest guy behind anthony edwards i think he's got a good case i mean he comes off the bench he's on a terrible team too but he shoots over 40 percent from three uh that's better than what edwards does making a layup and uh, so Halliburton, is he going to steal it away from Edwards? Is he going to steal it away from LaMelo uh, Ball? Who knows? Uh, so that's a little NBA update, at least in terms of uh, the rookie of the year race. 
mentioned I took Giannis 16 to one plus 1600 right now. Giannis could, so he's won two straight MVPs. He won in 2019, he won 2020 in the pandemic season that got kind of broken up. Um, it doesn't matter playoff success. Who is your MVP favorite right now? I, I think it's still Embiid. You're, it's changed every week. People are trying to say Steph Curry. Yeah, Steph Curry's got to be the MVP again. Why? Because he's shooting pretty well and he's Steph Curry, but he's on a shitty team. No, you got to be at the top of the conference to be considered, um, which Nikola Jokic is, but it, that's still a loaded conference and they're still in fourth, I think, fourth or fifth. Um, they could slide. 76ers are at the top. Bucks are in third, only three games back. Giannis is putting up numbers that are similar to his last two MVPs straight, right? If not a little bit better, a little bit worse. He's better in the assist department. So again, it's, it's nitpicking, but Giannis is putting up numbers that would certainly garner MVP consideration. So I thought 1600 uh, was good value there because if he goes on a run here and he steals away first place in the Eastern conference, while LeBron is hurt, while the Clippers are still in third place, um, I think it's going to be Jokic. That's probably the top three, right? And we'll see if LeBron comes back. He's still weeks away, but I think it's Jokic, Giannis, and Embiid. But and uh, excuse me, uh, Jokic is minus one sixty right now. He might be even minus two sixty. Uh, don't I think it is a three man race right now? That would suggest that the MVP is over, and I think it is still wide open with a month to play. Uh, are the Lakers and Clippers trying to avoid each other? Just take a peek at the Western Conference standings right now. Jazz, Suns, it doesn't matter about the regular season, right? Um, the Lakers, they were going to set up the L.A. rivalry if the Clippers could get it done. They lost to the Nuggets. Nuggets spoiled the party. As the standings stand right now, and again, Anthony Davis is going to come back this week, is what reports are suggesting. But the Lakers are in fifth place right now. Game and a half back of the Nuggets, Nuggets, Clippers, Suns, Jazz. I think the Lakers are cool with the four seed because uh, that way they would avoid the Clippers and then they would just have to play the Jazz, right? If the Jazz secured that number one, no one's scared of the Jazz. Uh, I'm telling you, in the playoffs, if the Jazz are the number one seed, it's like when the Atlanta Hawks were in the number one seed and then they had to face LeBron. Um, same shit's going to happen there. So the Lakers, again, they're, they're wise. I'm not saying they're kind of rolling the dice, trying to secure a seating with, by playing LeBron, not playing LeBron, but it's clear. I mean, they don't want to play the Clippers in the second round. Uh, and potentially if the Clippers get the two or the three, the Lakers get the four or the five, I think they're happy with that. They'll take their chances with the Jazz in the second round, get an extra game in Salt Lake City uh, with limited fans. I think that'll be plenty fine by LeBron. Um, do, 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 do. I think that's all I have. Oh, okay, with the Minnesota Wild. Uh, yeah, mentioned that, that, again, just before mentioning Alden Smith, well, a warrant out for his arrest gets signed by the Seahawks, and they said they're aware of the warrant and won't comment at this time. Just something weird going on in the Seahawks locker room that has produced a lot of misconduct and violence over the last couple of seasons. Um, but, yeah, to wrap up on the wild, fun team, Kaprizov. He might be the future of hockey, uh, at least in Minnesota, potentially in the NHL. Uh, they're third right now in the West. Vegas is really good. They've won six straight. Colorado's won four in a row. I mean, so here's my thing with the Wild. They're good. They're going to make the playoffs. Are they going to make noise? I think they're a year away from being a real contender. So they're a nice story, and I'm, I will be rooting for them. But I just, I just think they're a year away, and here's my explanation. Are they better than Colorado? I don't think so. Are they better than Carolina? I don't think so. 
Are they better than the defending Stanley Ch- uh, Cup champions, Tampa Bay? No. Are they better than Vegas? Standing suggests no. And I think Vegas is my pick to win. But again, you get even further. Pittsburgh? I'm going Crosby there. Boston? Give me the Bruins. This is where Minnesota appropriately fits in. It's like that's the top tier. And then here's the teams that could make some noise, right? The Wild, the Islanders, the Panthers, Capitals, I think might even go into that top tier. Toronto, Edmonton, Winnipeg. That's where the Wild are. Nice story. This is going to be a franchise to be reckoned with in the next coming years. It's just not this year. Now, I will be rooting for them. I'm repping the shirt. I'm not hating on them like I am the T-Wolves most time. Uh, I just think there are a lot of better teams right now prepared to win now in the NHL. Wild up next, but Vegas, Colorado, they're here now. Uh, Corbett's Corner here on a Monday. Packed, jam-packed episode. A lot of information kind of went all over the place here. Uh, Appreciate you listening. Hit subscribe if you enjoy us on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review uh if you would that's i mean that's so little time out of your day you could do something stupid something silly you could say i suck um but that does benefit me and the podcast network and us um greatly so if you could just take the little time out of your day to benefit our job and what we do here for you a little bit better uh we would dearly appreciate that uh so we appreciate you listening each and every day we got winging it coming later this week uh gonna do an nfl draft podcast probably next week where we'll have fans from different teams kind of make their picks as in a mock draft style. So that'll be a lot of fun, potentially a really big guest coming up on winging it here this week. So keep it locked here on CorbettSports.com to check us out, get your menu options there for whether you like sports, gambling, uh, entertainment, or finance. We do appreciate it.